Today I have Tony Riley with me. We talk about the bright side of broken, overcoming those little challenges, finding the bright side of the dark things in life. Hey guys, welcome back. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see I'm in a new place and a new live guest. I'm excited and dreading all in the same. This is my friend Tony Riley. Here's why I'm dreading because I am very um, empathetic. Oh. So I know what we're going to talk about is going to bring tears, but not because of what you're saying or what I'm feeling, what I know they're going to feel. Wow. So I've already, I've already gone through that. Okay. And so I'm already like feeling those emotions. But anyway, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. been, like you're like, what, what are you, 54? Wow, you're good. I am, I didn't know we were gonna be sharing that, but yes, I well, am. Well, because I'm 55. Okay, very nice. And where were you born? I was born in Illinois. I was born in Illinois. You were? I was born in Rockford. Oh, I was born in Park Ridge. So. Okay, and I don't know where it is because I was yes. a year old. But <laughs> you were a massage therapist. I am. I was. Didn't know that either. Triathlons, running, like we have yeah. been in the same circles, doing the same thing, huh. like male and female version, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yet still, and, and our, I remember speaking in person one time prior to this. Hmm. Do you? I remember at least one time. On the bike, yes. on the Betsy's bike ride. That was yes. it. Wow. That was it to my knowledge. Okay, we did have other conversations brief okay that was like at a race or something that was probably it was actually um fort worth um running running in fort worth yeah yeah luke's locker and we we have many people and that was friends in common 20 years ago yeah 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 um but then i and i just know so a lot of people don't like social media i love social media because i use it for the good, right? It can be used for bad, you know. Oh yeah. And that's where I remember your life change because of social media. Mm. But I don't know what it was exactly. Hmm. And I know you have an incredible book. The <laughs> title's incredible. Which I don't <laughs> was that you. the hardest part to think of? <laughs> you know? Okay, this is crazy. Okay, so the way that title came out, let me tell you the story. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you do since we're here, right? Um, so I was struggling with the title of my book. I had no idea. And I was thinking, okay, so in the Bible it talks about um, breaking down metal. Like, like when you make a gold ring, it has to go under fire, right? So I was thinking, okay, metallurgy, I believe is the word, where it's like the process of refining gold and refining metals and how when you do that, you have to be under fire, right? But it's not pretty until after, it's not fully made until after it's done, finished, right? So I was thinking of something along those lines because all of the things that I've been through have been extremely difficult, but if I had not gone through those things, I wouldn't be where I am today, which is in a very good place. So I was like, okay, well that title is not exactly what I'm looking for. So. I uh, was on a girl's trip. Well, before that, 
I was with, um, I was having a really bad day and I was, I went to bed and sometimes when I'm having a really bad day and I, right before I go to sleep, I'll pray for God to give me a, wake up with a song. Like that's how he speaks to me. Like, yeah. give me a song, but I didn't this time. I didn't pray that, I just went to bed upset. I woke up the next morning with this song in my head and some of the lyrics, part of the lyrics is everything's gonna be okay. So I had this song in my head and I was like, okay, God, I didn't pray for that, but are you giving me that? Is that from you or is that just me? And so I forgot about it, totally forgot about it, went for a run, came back home, took my son to school, I was driving into work and that song came on. <laughs> just totally lost it. Okay, fast forward after that, I'm with some friends on a girl's trip in the car and we're driving to Fredericksburg and um, two of my friends, I have a friend in the passenger seat and two friends in the back seat and I'm driving and they know about this story. The song comes on. My friend in the passenger seat says, that's the name of your book. I'm like, oh my gosh, so I was like going 50 miles an hour. I had to pull over to the side of the road because it was just this whole big yeah. experience like wow that was really profound so there's a song by mercy me called the bright side of broken that's where i got the title from so and it's funny you you asked me on the phone last week yes is it okay if i talk about god yeah because i can't not <laughs> yeah and i'm like <laughs> and, and it's so funny because i don't i don't you're much more vocal about it on on the socials right whereas i'm like i just do my thing i'm not like I don't need to organize religion, you know what I mean? I know there's higher power. Yeah. And I'm like, I was thinking of this, uh, anyway. So let's go to what happened. Because when, when my parents passed, uh -huh. I let the world know. Yes. With a video. I remember. 16,000 people saw it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. get it out, let yeah. it go. And yeah. if you didn't know, you're not close to me, right? But and that was That was quite an experience for you, I'm sure, because your but parents I think passed away within 45 minutes. I was going to say 50 minutes. So, yeah, but I think it's like minutes. everything happens the way it's supposed to. Like I was, I was so at peace with it, mm. but but then you're left behind, like having to deal with. You're now the leader of everything, you know. But the <laughs> empire, <laughs> the empire of it all, right? Yeah, and an orphan so, at the same time. <laughs> but what? So now, so what so happened what in happened? your life? Well, there's quite a few stories in here. Um, and I start with, the book starts with my husband who passed away from cancer. Okay. And that was now, that's been about eight and a half years now. Um, and that's another, another God story in itself, but he was an atheist. Ouch. And when we got married, I was not a Christian. Okay. So six months after we got married, I became a Christian, and that's a whole other story in itself, which led me to that moment. Oh, what kind of cancer? Colorectal. Okay. Mm -hmm. And did it, did it like just come out of nowhere, or was it like this slow? It was a slow, long, slow process. So he was diagnosed when our son was uh, seven months old. And he passed away when our son had literally just turned eight 
like three days prior to the day he passed away. He turned eight. So that was eight years of roller coaster yeah. ride. Thought he th thought he would be better, and then he wasn't. And then he, oh, maybe he'll be better. And it's just it was just there was a lot of hope in that he would be healed. But now, how old is he? Adam, or my son? You no, know your husband. So my husband that passed away, when he passed away, he was 57. Okay, and you were how old? 46. I mean, that's just a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, and, and so I became a death doula a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Because I've learned to be at peace with it all. Mm -hmm. And so I help people who are terrified of dying, I'm like, but that's the, the actual end goal, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, cause it's to get to that point, right? right. And, as I say, and, uh, none of us are getting out of here alive. So yeah, and and it's funny. I heard um, it's the finish line. Sada Guru yesterday in a podcast. He said that um, these people that believe in this heaven's this magical place go now. Like we have this incredible place here right now. If you're living in Florida and you hate it, you're gonna move. So why would you not go now? Like so many people don't know what's somewhere mm -hmm. else, but we have to make the most of what's right here. That's right. And. And it all kind of ties in, but um, huh. yeah, I, I, you know, that's that's just. So then that that didn't inspire the book. There's a whole slew of things that inspired the book. Just okay. a whole number of tragic things in my life that brought me to now. And I used to, I mean, I have to admit that it, there were times where I felt like I was a victim. Like, yeah. Why? Why God? Why is this happening? Why? Why me? But then I, if you really look, if you start to look back, you can see, okay, well, if this bad thing didn't happen, then I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have had this opportunity. And if this bad thing didn't happen, then I wouldn't have had this good opportunity or this good thing happen. So everything that has happened that is tragic has a good. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, there really are no bad things. It's how you right. choose to see that thing. Exactly. Everything is a choice. Exactly. And I'd so be preaching to the choir to you. And I just got goosebumps. I just got goosebumps yeah. right here. Like yeah. it's, yeah. but it's like there's. I mean, and and I have family members that, like my sister after. I have family members. I just covered the mic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you lift that mic up just a tiny bit? Just a tiny bit. There we go. I have family members. So I have family members who, my sister, who she, after the parents passed in June, in like New Year's Eve that next one, they wanted to do these balloons and let go of all the bad things. I said, <laughs> I have nothing to let go of. Aww. Because it's, it was the way it was supposed to be, you yeah. know? And I'm like, if you look at it, if you break it down, um, like my mom was like, I'm ready to go. I'm 80 something, it's my time. And I was initially like, no, you know, and I have spent plenty of my life as a victim. Then I'm like, hold on, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it, I'm, I'm, I'm to blame. I got to take ownership of how I'm feeling, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And, and unless, you know, you probably heard people say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I got to where I got it from Mel Robbins, but I got, um, I got tired of it. I'm like, it means nothing. Like when someone says they're sorry for your loss, and they're sorry, they don't know what to say. Hmm. Where someone says, I can't imagine what you're going through. If I can do anything for you, let me know. That now means something because it's like, 
I was, I finally was like, what are you sorry for? You know, yeah. just like, what, you know, yeah. and they're, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. and they just don't know what to say. Yeah. But it becomes that word you're like, I don't want to hear it. And sometimes people don't know how to, they don't know what to say because they've yep. never been through it. So they, I don't know if you found this, that did you lose friends from, no, that didn't I don't know, know how to. Oh, I, I know. I don't how think so. How to talk so. to you or how to, like, what to say to you. I, I mean, I have definitely pulled back from people years ago who had cancer because I didn't know what to do. I don't know, you know, I've done it okay. myself. So, but it's one of those things. Sometimes too. It, they you, don't know how to deal with it. I think silence is okay. you like, you don't have to have, hmm. you know, I'm, as a guy, we have to fix everything, right? Like if a female's crying, how can I make you stop crying? You know, <laughs> we're dumb, but. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that just yeah. say what you think or feel like I can't imagine or I can imagine yeah. to an extent, you know, but it's also, you know, grief is a journey. It's not just this thing you have and it goes away. It will come back weird times and it's yes. just like you just got to write it out. Yep. And I know so many people who lose a family member or something and they go get medicated because they can't cry randomly. I'm like, you're supposed to feel what you feel. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. Um, so then, so that's one, that's one piece. That's one piece. Give me another piece. <laughs> Give me another uh, piece of broken. So, <laughs> so I was uh, in Boston when the bombs went off. I don't know if you knew that. Were you running? I was running. And you, and you know how far a a marathon is, it's 26.2 yeah. miles. I was at mile 26 when that second bomb went off. There were two bombs oh, off. Goosebumps. Again. And there were all these things that had happened up to that moment that I obviously didn't see. Nobody saw that coming, except for the people that were planning it. Wow. Um, but I had woken up with a sore throat. I wasn't feeling right. I'm like, oh, I just feel, ugh. And I had, you know, I got up, got to the, and I was with Jennifer McAllister and Shimon Fickard. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, yeah. We used to train together and we had all qualified together. So we were, this was like a big moment for us. So we had uh, gotten to the start line and we were late to the start line. Like what the, our corral had already gone. So we were like, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. we were all freaking out, but it's like, it doesn't matter. It's you We're here. Can, yeah, you can still run. You're, you're not going to lose any time. You have a chip, right? So we're running, and um, we've always told each other, the three of us have told each other, if you're having a good race, go. Don't wait for us. Just go have your race. Your race is your race. But for some reason this day, I was like to, to Jennifer McAllister, I was like, why don't we just stay together? Let's just stick together this time, and you know we can talk and whatever to help each other get through the race. So um, we, had, we had stopped one time because we saw um, Team Hoyt. Are you familiar mm -hmm. with them? Yep. So we saw them, and that's the, the, the father and the son who he pushes his son in the stroller. So they're well known in the running community. And so we stopped and got a picture with them. And we kept running. and. Um, I had to go to the bathroom all of a sudden, which is something that happens to me every single marathon where it's not number one. 
I was gonna ask. So, yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, and I was so frustrated and I already wasn't feeling right, right? So I was calling Jennifer's name, I call her Jenny Mac. I'm like, Jenny Mac, Jenny Mac. She didn't hear me, so she kept running because she, she had one earphone in. So she kept running and I was like, oh, I was so mad. So I go to the bathroom, I come out and I, well, there was a, there was a mirror on the back of the porta potty door and I looked in that mirror and I said, you know, God, I don't understand why you, ha why does this happen to me every time, you know, every time I do a run. And so I got out, I came out, I looked in the mirror and I said, okay, just get yourself together and just get, get done with this. So something that Jenny Mack had said a few days prior to this was she was telling me about how the God is our God of our moments and the God of our details. So, um, no matter what, he's in charge, ultimately, right? So, got back out, was running, and heard a big boom, looked up in the sky. Well, I had thought, I had thought, okay, this must be for a greater purpose that I had to stop to go to the bathroom, right? So. I was like, okay, you're the god of my moments, you're the god of my details, this must be for a greater purpose. So kept running, hear the boom, look over, this couple on the side of the on the side of the road were like, you know, there's all these crowds in Boston and yeah. and they're all cheering and, and they're like, bombs away, ha 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 ha. They were like all laughing, like, like <sighs> they're drunk <laughs> and I'm just gonna keep going. And if they only knew at that time what that it really was a bomb. So I was right around the corner, like I was right around. So Boylston, Hereford to Boylston Street, it's two turns. So it's a right and then a left. And I was right about to make that right hand turn to make a left to the finish line. So, so you didn't get a finish. So I didn't finish, but I was <laughs> right there. That is, oh. So we got stopped by a police officer and a um, Boston Marathon official. And I was like, what did we do? <laughs> yeah, like I didn't, you know, I looked, I had looked up in the sky, like, okay, it's not thunder. I didn't know what the boom sound was, but I just was like, okay, whatever, kept running. And I'm like, why are we getting stopped? And then I was trying to figure out, like, okay, so are we gonna, like, are they, when they start the time again, right? Like, all I'm thinking about yeah. is my time and my, you did know. You pause your watch. Pause my watch, <laughs> yes. And people were criticizing that about yeah. people stopping their watch. That's just, that's how, you, yeah, just yeah. how it is. You don't even think about it. You just do it. So anyway, um, so yeah, and then we hear that it was in fact two bombs that had gone off. So I thought I realized that at that moment, like that was God protecting me. Yeah, that was His protection. It wasn't my time yet. Now, do you think though there's like signs or signals? all the time we just don't ever see them yes because we're yeah. thinking about other things I, I i had this client one time and she was like one of her things she wanted to do is she wanted to have a better relationship to god or listen god i don't know something like that i was like look god's talking to you you got to shut up like you're just you're doing so much <laughs> of this other crap you got to shut up and listen yes. and yeah i mean i think that's where you know you, that it's not victim mentality, but you're like worried about why is this happening? I guess it is. Why is this happening yeah, to me? You know, well, yeah. it's happening for this reason, yeah. you know? Yep. 
<sighs> wow. So God taught me through that to not be a victim because there's all purpose in it. It's Calm all, down. Yeah, it's all, and, and God speaks very quietly. So, and it's how, and everybody hears him in a different way. It's not necessarily audible. It could be through music. It could be through scripture. It could yeah, be yeah. through, you know, just a soft voice that, or a thought that you know isn't your thought. Like, what is, is that you? Is that me? You know, is that you? Is that I don't know if you, you've heard this, you know, when you meditate, it's, it's, but when you pray, you're talking to God. When you meditate, He's God talking to you, right? Mm -hmm. So I meditate every morning, and I'm just like tuning the dials, or you know, I just think I have this very unique relationship with God. Like He's going to gather His friends up there and go, "Watch <laughs> this," you know what I mean? Or, <laughs> yes. or, or, or I think it's going to be so funny. Well, he does if, have a sense of humor. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> what if we get there, and He's like. I don't know why everybody called me God. My name's Doug. You know what I mean? Like, that would be so funny to me. But um, I've had those moments like that where I'm like, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, something happens. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. So my, my audience is mainly the self-help, the, the fix-yourself kind of whatever. And that's why you really connect. But why should people read this book? Well, I think this book is tailored to people who are looking for the good in their own circumstances. Um, I'm also, my purpose is for people to recognize the goodness of God because a lot of people think that he's, especially with everything going on in the world, that, you know, God is, where is he? Why isn't he saving us? You know, why isn't he here? Why, you know, why, why, why? You know, again, that victim mentality. Yeah. Um, but to help them see the goodness and see, oh, okay, so if I look at my own life, I help try to help people look at their own lives and say, okay, what is it that you don't see goodness if you don't see goodness in this, let's take a look. Let's dig deeper and see, okay, let's look at your circumstance or your story. Let's dig in deeper and see where that goodness is because it's there. You just have to, you have, again, like you said earlier, you have a choice of how to see it. Um, so there are questions in the book that prompt, there is some journaling oh. in there that you can write. Homework. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thank you, Tony, for being on here. Um, I'll put links in the comments where they can get the book, your website, um, so you can get spammed by everybody. No. And we will probably have a second episode very soon or in the future. Thanks, guys.